Before we start today's episode of the I'm Fine podcast, we want to make sure to thank our partner at Trio. Don't wait. Be ready and connect with Trio. FAFSA applications are open this December. The sooner you apply, the higher chances you have of receiving the full grant. The TRIO staff at Governor State University are the perfect people to help. TRIO can help with the financial aid process and scholarship searches. TRIO can provide fee waivers for admission applications, assist with the admission application processes, online tutoring, help with GED referrals, and provide payments for the GED test. TRIO provides various avenues for career explorations, as well as resume and interview preparation. TRIO can also help you understand and complete your FAFSA application. If you're ready to take the next step on your educational journey, contact TRIO at 708-235-3352 for more information or visit their website, govst.edu forward slash T-R-I-O-E-O-C. On today's episode of the I Am Fine podcast, we are going to talk about being freaked out insecure, neurotic, and emotional about being Santa Claus. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of old St. Nick, and then we're going to welcome our jolly friend into the studio where we are going to talk to Santa Claus about what his favorite Christmas movies are, the best gift he's ever been able to give, and try to settle the age-old debate of what the best Christmas cookie really is. So pour yourself a glass of milk, settle in for this Christmas-themed edition of the I'm Fine Podcast. Welcome to the I'm Fine Podcast with your freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional hosts, Eric Peterson and Brad Stozik. Oh my God, man, like, we're here. I know, we're, we made we it. Did, we did. We've been talking about the whole, like, when I told you that we were going to have Santa Claus on. Yeah. You didn't believe me. No. And here we are. Here we are. We made it. I have to make a conscientious effort to not swear. I'm going to do <laughs> my best. I'm going to do everything that I can. Uh, I, I just feel like there's a lot of people right now, including myself up until recently, I just wasn't in the Christmas spirit. It was hard. And it's been a long year. It's been a long year for everybody. And you were telling me about how you weren't in the Christmas spirit and you just got back into it because you guys, what, so you just finished wrapping gifts with your uh, your family? We just finished. Everything's decorated finally. The house is decorated. looks like a gingerbread house. The inside is decorated. So it feels a lot more. The only thing we're missing is snow, man. I I didn't think I was going to be like, oh, I miss snow, but. Everybody (laughs) wants a little bit of snow on Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, But other than that, I appreciate how ahead of the game you are. Yeah. Um, I have not started Christmas shopping yet. Right now we're recording this episode. It's December 21st. So I got plenty of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I will do my Christmas shopping on December 24th or the 23rd if I'm feeling froggy and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a jump start on it this year. But the best part about it is that like last year I was doing my Christmas shopping on December 24th and I was at Target and I get to Target and I'm not kidding. Other than the employees everybody that was there shopping all guys like all guys there's <laughs> just, just a bunch of boyfriends dads husbands and like at this point i want to start getting to know 
these guys because I only see them once a year. You know, we all see each other when we're buying our families Christmas presents. Like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, yep. You know, oh, things man. are all good. Kids are growing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, but, uh, that's so, funny. so yeah, I, I wanted to get in the Christmas spirit. We wanted to have a fun episode. We wanted to do an episode where where families could listen to, kids could listen to, and who better to have on as a guest than Santa Claus. I had to stop myself from cussing right there before I said Santa. I'm proud of you. (laughs) Okay, so... You can do this. Before we bring the big man on, who's going to be here in a little bit, um, you know, we found that Santa... As as some of us have known, and I didn't, I wasn't super familiar with. It's got a pretty extensive history, yeah, across time, cultures, and so we looked up some of the stuff um, as far as like kind of where Santa Claus came from, what we found, and we and we found some stuff. So, all of the statements that we're about to read here are according to www.artandobject.com. So the first first rendition that we found of Santa, what did you get, Brad? Yes. So the first. No, uh, like sighting of Santa, it was Saint Nicholas of Myra. Okay. Uh, so Saint, he was inspired. Um, Saint Nicholas of Myra was a fourth century Greek bishop. Um, he was known for his generosity and kindness. Um, it is believed that he randomly threw money into the house of three poor sisters, and it ended up landing in their stockings that they were hanging out to dry. Never knew that. So that is where the idea of stockings came from. That's very cool. Um, so St. Nicholas uh, is celebrated on the on his day, which is the, um, excuse me, which is December 6th. And St. Nicholas is the patron saint of children. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how stockings, like where that even came from. I had no idea. Uh, that's a pretty cool story. Like he was just a super... Uh, philanthropic dude and just yep. threw some money into the house, landed in the socks, and they're like, you know what? We're going to do this every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There was, I'm sorry, before I, I before it. we go on, there was uh, a period of time where obviously St. Nick's became very popular within yep. the community. Yep. There, during the Renaissance, it kind of died down a little bit because of the Protestant Reformation. Uh, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> great job. Yeah, right? Great job. <laughs> Way to ruin happiness. You made Santa Claus go away for a little bit. <laughs> But that's okay, because he came back. Uh, so I got what I found, uh, this rendition uh, in this moment in time, uh, Santa Claus was referred to as Sinterklaas, S-I-N-T-E-R-K-L-A-A-S. Uh, in the Netherlands and Belgium, St. Nicholas became Sinterklaas, who was a skinny man with flowing white I imagine luxurious hair and beard dressed in red fur trimmed robes. Uh, in mid November, he arrives by a steamboat from Spain to parade around on a white horse that can fly carrying a large red book with the names of all the good children of the town. Then he returns on St. Nicholas Eve, December 5th on his flying white horse and goes from house to house entering through the chimney and leaving treats and goodies in the shoes of the children uh, that are left by their beds and where there are also treats that are left for the horse as well. Uh, So that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. I would love to see Santa on just a giant, flying, majestic white horse with just a big, beautiful, flowing beard. Like Like I get Fabio vibes from that. Oh, yes. What did you get? What's the next one? Yeah, so the next one um, is a little bit later around the 16th century. It's uh, Scrooge's third visitor. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone knows the tale of of Scrooge. Yep. um, So... Um, he was known as Father Christmas, and this is the English personification of Christmas. Um, 
now synonymous with Santa Claus. The forloric roots of Father Christmas, uh, like I said, go back to the 16th century. Um, it's a tall bearded man clad in fur-trimmed robes. Um, he embodies Christmas cheer. He's associated with peace, joy, feasting, um, and reverie. <clears throat> Uh, Father Christmas brings presents to good children and <laughs> punishes the bad ones. Why are so, you laughing about punishing bad kids? Because I think this is the, the first time. Because the other story is he didn't punish anybody. That's true. And at some point, parents are like, listen. Leave it to the English. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, in Victorian era, uh, there, there was a resurgence of interest in Father Christmas as epitomized by this colorized edition of John Leach's um, engraving for Charles Dickens' Ghost of Christmas Present. So, I mean, um, A Christmas Carol really solidified like what he looked like, and I think gave him a an image. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what I found, the next one is Old Santa Claus with Much Delight. Uh, so New Yorkers, embracing their Dutch roots, started popularizing stories of Santa Claus and Americanization of Sinterklaas in the early 1800s. Washington Irving's satirical Knickerbocker's History of New York, published in 1809, mentioned Santa Claus numerous times, reflecting Santa's growing popularity uh, with the public. An illustrated poem, Old Santa Claus with Much Delight, was published in 1821 by William B. Guiley, and the first published description of Santa Claus using a reindeer-drawn sleigh to deliver presents on Christmas Eve. So, at this point, 1800s, ditched the white horse. Yep. Got the reindeers and the got the reindeer and the sleigh. Yep. Okay. When, and what, the flowy. They also mentioned he was skinny. Right? They he mentioned was, he was skinny. Yep. I don't know. It doesn't say if he was still skinny or not. In oh, this he's one, about it? to not be. I don't think. This right. next one. What's it? What is it? Santa, the jolly old elf. Yep. Uh, two years later, after after what you just read, uh, the current conception of Santa Claus as a jolly old elf uh, was popularized by Clement Clark Moore's now infamous poem, A Visit from Santa Claus, otherwise known as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Mm. Um, first published anonymously in 1823, uh, Moore later claimed uh, authorship in 1837 uh and then thomas nast's 1881 illustrations of moore's poem uh published all across the u.s after the civil war um they have become iconic and helped uh i can't read that word irretrievably irretrievably wow what and i have a college degree hey a new one though <laughs> that's true <laughs> wed santa claus to christmas in the popular imagination okay uh so i like the next one uh fit santa so descriptions of santa have continued to vary following uh, what brad just wrote in 1837 through 1881 um there's another article that features a charming black and white illustration uh from rebecca stone Road's 1898 book gymnastics stories and plays for primary schools physical exercises for the first two years of school it's a mouthful of a title um the opposite of Moore's Santa that you just read, uh, this Santa Claus had a belly that jiggled like a bowl full of jelly. Uh, this fits Santa 
wait, sorry, man. Let's start back. I didn't re when I put all this stuff on there. I should have read it a little bit more. Hold on a second. And Jake, this is another part we'll actually have to cut out. The opposite of Moore's Santa with a belly that jiggled like a bowl full of jelly. This fit Santa gets quite a workout hauling presents and climbing chimneys. So yeah, Santa's just super ripped, <laughs> which is scary. That is scary. I don't like that. Just a rip. Like I'm thinking like, uh, maybe not necessarily ripped because he's eating the cookies. I feel like, I don't know, like a Brock Lesnar. Remember Brock Lesnar? Oh, yeah. UFC? Like I'm thinking like that, like just a big, strong dude coming into your house eating cookies and dropping off presents, which is delightful. I don't know why, but in my head he has a German accent. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Have you seen um, Rise of the Guardians? No. I asked you this before. No, no, no. Where Santa's got a Russian accent. Really? He's big and he's tatted. He's got sleeve tattoos. One sleeve says naughty, naughty. The other one says nice. It's so awesome. Sorry. Anyway. No, that's good. Uh, next one. What do you got? Yeah. So the next one, um, we have a changing Santa. So in between 1900 and 1909, greeting card illustrates greeting cards illustrated Santa's costume um, had yet to be standardized. So while his coat is red, he's wearing a furry green hat with ear flaps um, and not the iconic uh, pointed red cap. Um the and then in the photo in the poem he's holding a switch um and there's a crying child are evidence of his association with the punishment of bad children um something most modern depictions gloss over so he punishes the kids sometimes <laughs> with a switch <laughs> i mean those Jesus. were different times santa was a product of his environment if that's what they were doing at the time i don't hold it against Santa because I mean, I think about myself when I was a kid when I was naughty and I probably deserve that. You know what I mean? That's but, fair. So, uh, I like the title of the next one, uh, cheeky Santa. So the first successful humor magazine in the United States, uh, was called puck and puck was known for colorful cartoons, caricatures, and political satire. It was founded in 1871 and published until 1918. Now, this somewhat satirical cover depicts Santa in his now familiar fur-trimmed hat and suit engaged in the very unsaintly activity of kissing a pretty girl under the mistletoe. Santa's got to get, I mean, it, Santa's got to get his everyone's want. You know what I mean? Maybe, no, that sure. was, maybe that was Mrs. Claus. There you go. Who are we to judge? I'm not going to judge. He's been doing this for like thousands of years, man. He's got to kiss a girl at some point if he wants. You That's know true. what I mean? I'm especially, not under, especially under the mistletoe. It's, you have under to. Under the mistletoe. That's a law or something, yeah, I think, oh yeah. right? So, I get it. What's the next one? The next one is Santa tallying his expenses. So, Norman Rockwell's 1920 picture um, of Santa cements the red outfit and jolly, pleasantly plump physique associated with Santa Claus um, in the popular imagination. Uh, this Benevolent. <laughs> God, dude. This benevolent elderly man uh, squints in into the distance while going over his account books um, a circle of smiling children superimposed behind him uh, dressed in a slightly straining red waistcoat uh, with a spring of holly in his hair Rockwell Santa is undeniably festive and kind ir 
irrevocably establishing him as the beloved gift bringer of children of childhood Christmas dreams. Okay. And then the last one we found, um, same article, all, all of this was a part of that same article. Uh, this one was called Merry Christmas to all and to all a good fight. Uh, so in this vintage World War II poster on the web, uh, on this article, they have Santa that is dressed in his now signature red fur trim suit and hat. And he's hefting a bag over his shoulder that's full of biplanes and tanks. Uh, his red mittened hand and holds a note stating that these things are for the boys on the front to be delivered to the Axis leaders, Hitler, Tojo, and Mussolini. This poster uses Santa to bring hope, Christmas cheer, and a feeling of support to the troops. It seems to say things have to go or have gone pretty well uh, since we've had Santa on our side, reflecting how entrenched Santa is in the modern psyche. That was pretty gangster. I appreciate that he brought biplanes and tanks to us, too. That's pretty cool. I don't know (laughs) if he's bringing any today. I doubt it. I mean, I'll check his bag, but I mean... You got to take care of the troops on the front lines. Sure. You got to do what you got to do. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate Santa for that. So now uh, that you've gotten to hear a bit about how Santa has evolved over the years, it is it's time to bring the big man in himself. So stay tuned, uh, because when we come back, we are going to be interviewing the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Kringle. We're going to be talking to Santa Claus. I'm not going to lie. This has kind of been a dream for Brad and for myself. Uh, we are sitting here in the studio with Santa Claus. Santa, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Hello there. How are you, Eric? I'm, I'm just trying not to freak out right now. Right? <laughs> right? We, we've talked. We've talked to uh, some pretty. We, we talked to uh, Sebastian Younger. Sebastian Younger, war journalist. We talked to Lonnie Bedwell, famous adventurer. When I talked to them. Not really nervous. No, no. Santa Claus? I'm pretty nervous, bro. (laughs) Like, it means a lot. Thank you so much for being here today, taking some time out of your insanely busy schedule to be here. Pulled up in a red Ford F-150, which I appreciate because, and I talked to you about it when when I saw you and you pulled up and I was like, no sleigh, no reindeer. And you were like, uh, why would I bring them? I can't bring them out right now this close to the big day. Yeah. Yeah, it totally makes and sense. They, they, the rain, they, you know, the reindeer, they got to practice all day long and that. And then the elves make sure that the sleigh is in tip top shape. Yep. You know, because we can't have any oopses on Christmas Eve. The amount None of stretches. Whatsoever. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. So it totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And then to see you out here, like, again, thank you. Yes. Thank you for taking yes. the time to be well, here. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, my God. This is so awesome. Brent, I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying, one, I'm trying to keep my composure. Two, I'm trying not to swear. And we talked about this beforehand <laughs> that I was going to do my absolute best. So we have some questions that we yeah. wanted to throw your way, if that's okay, Sam. Sure. sure. Okay. Uh, so. Obviously, this is your busiest time of the year. Uh, so I have to imagine you have a pretty solid support system just to take the time to be able to get away from the operations, to do a podcast, stuff like that. So, I mean, what does Santa's support system look like? Well, you know, I mean, first of all, I have all of the parents, all of the grandmas, all the grandpas, all the aunts, uncles, uh, you know, they, they support 
me tremendously. They help me out. Uh, you know, they make sure they tell me, you know, if the children have been doing good or if they've been misbehaving and what they need a little help in. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we all do it. We all have done it. Um, and that, so, um, Mrs. Claus, uh, she's, a real trooper. She is. She's, she's just fantastic. Um, you know, she makes sure I have my suit clean. She makes sure that I have my cookies and my milk. She makes sure that I get to where I need to be on time. She is my schedule lady. Um, and you know, she's, she's my biggest asset. She really is. And that I, I love her to death and she makes sure that the elves are doing what they're supposed to i was gonna ask i was gonna ask that the elves are a help or a hindrance because sometimes i see conflicting evidence well you know they (laughs) so i have over three million elves oh my god okay that's a lot so it is but you figure there's what almost 600 million children in the whole world that i have to take care of i have to look after and that is a lot of things to be made for a lot of children. Yeah, that's true. Uh, And that, so, you know, she somehow, some way makes sure they do their thing. And the elves out of that number, I probably have 200 because I've got asked this the other day. Mm -hmm. I have any lazy elves out of 3 million. There's gotta be (laughs) at least one. (laughs) Yeah. I told him, I says, yeah, you know, honestly, Probably I have about 200 of them that need a little push along, you know, sometimes in that. I mean, they would like to test out everything, but they over test it and they just keep playing and keep playing and keep playing. Mm. playing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to reel them back in and say, hey, you have a job to do. Let's get this done. And that so the elves, they do wonderful they really do and that i have my head elf bernard and that of course that you know he makes sure everything goes right um i have alex my elf that uh she goes with me sometimes and makes sure that you know i'm doing and i'm where i'm supposed to be uh she helped me out today i went and seen a few schools today in that and she helped me out to make sure that i got to where i was supposed to be on time so you know the elves they play a big part uh they do yeah 200 200 out of 3 million i don't feel like is a bad number no that's not bad at all and i'm not saying that i'm going to that i want to replace bernard but (laughs) what i will say is i we were talking when you came in i was like hey Uh, if you ever got any uh job openings for like another lead elf like yo i think i would be a solid like i'd have to work on the swearing but if i did that (laughs) i think i would be a great lead elf like i'm super anyway sorry but there's 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 just one other requirement that you might have a hard time with, Eric, and that is you need to have pointy ears. Ah, I will get corrective surgery, oh, Santa yeah. Claus. I don't think you understand how serious I am to be the lead elf. I would be more about security. I feel like I'm running for like a political office. Right. Like here's my stance to be Santa's lead elf. Sorry. Brad, oh, what's your question? What do you Yes. Uh, my question is how does Mrs. Claus handle uh, you being gone for Christmas? It's a good question. Uh, well, she uh, she does pretty good. And that, uh, there again, you know, Christmas Eve, that is the night, the busy night of, of all of them. Um, and you know, we have been married for so long, um, and that, that, that she's pretty well used to it. Uh, she knew when we got married that, you know, this is what she was in for. Um, and 
she handles it very well. I mean, she can watch me now on, on the Santa tracker and everything like that. So she knows where I'm at. Uh, and that, so that helps a lot, uh, then from the old days. Um, but she does very well with it. I mean, she makes sure because, you know, I have to keep replenishing as, as I go and that. So she helps out back at the North pole to make sure that everything is replenished. All the right sacks are in the right order and that. Um, so she does really well and that she really enjoys it. She loves working with the elves. Uh, they're all like her children you know i mean they they are and that and they all the elves just love her to death and that and i think it's mostly because she makes the best cookies that there is (laughs) (laughs) i know you're a saint but i feel like she's got the patience of one Uh, because i'm having a hard time with two kids much less three million children (laughs) yep (laughs) uh so Another one, too, that uh, I was thinking of as you pulled up, Rudolph, yeah. his nose. Yeah. Is it actually red? Yes, it is. It and really it glows. is. Yes, it does. And then okay. He, All right, he, good. He works on it. Um, and that, I mean, he has to because he knows what his job is. I mean, he knows that if there is a strong winter storm, if there is some fog, whatever, uh, that he's going to have to lead and lead everybody. Um, and that, so his nose for some reason glows red, uh, and that, and he uses, he has his own little special polish that he's made up himself and he rubs it on there. And, uh, yeah, when I need it, um, yeah, it is the brightest red beacon you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. You got to take care of that thing. Yeah. I mean, that's his thing. So he's got to make sure he's taking oh, care yeah. of that constantly year oh, yeah. round. That's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm good with that one. What, are, what else you got, Brad? Yes. So with all of the children in the world, how do you remember their names? Like, how do you memorize so many kids' names? <laughs> well, actually, that's a little bit of a, <laughs> a myth because I remember a lot of children's names. But once again, this is why Santa has a list. Whether it be the nice list or naughty list, the elves have a list for me. Um, You know, nowadays they've even came to as far as now each child's name has a little picture of what they look like then. Because, you know, as they grow, they change in features and that. uh, And the elves keep up with a picture so that I know you know, where I'm going, who's who and everything like that. So sometimes when I'm out and about visiting the children, you know, uh, through the schools and stuff, the elves don't have a list ready for me or anything like that because, you know, they're busy doing other stuff. Right. And they don't get me a list right away. Yeah. Um, so at that point, I do not really know a lot of children's names i can remember a few faces in that but you know there's like i said 600 million children in the world that's that's a lot uh for an old man like me that's 1748 years old to remember who's counting (laughs) you don't look a day over 39 santa thank you You i appreciate that and if you have a staffing issue with the elves it sounds like Maybe you need a new lead out. Again, I'm just throwing that out there, Santa. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I, I should take note. <laughs> so you travel all over the world. Yeah. Favorite place 
What's your favorite place to go to? Ooh, if that, you had to pick one, that is a good, good Thank question. You. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm gonna say my favorite place to go to, <laughs> and it's gonna sound kind of funny, but it is the North Pole, and here's why: and that all the snow, all the glistening of the ice. Uh, the way the northern lights are, and that oh, I mean, it, it is yeah. the most beautiful place you've ever seen, and that so you know, I don't want to be biased, I guess, but <sighs> the North Pole with the northern lights and all of that is just beautiful. Now, the only downfall of it is it's really cold, <laughs> <laughs> but it's home, yeah, but it's home, and it I've never, is. I've never got to yes. see the northern lights before, and, and that is one thing that is legitimately on my bucket list. Oh, Mine yeah. as well yeah that'd be very it's, cool they're beautiful and that they are they been there done that seen them uh they are absolutely beautiful <sighs> that's so that. cool brad yes um how do you know if a kid belongs on the nice list or the naughty list mm. well once again it's mostly on the elves the elves keep good track of that but what how do i want to say this to be on the naughty list is very very rare because you have to do something extremely bad to get on the naughty list of santa claus now if you do do something bad like uh, you know you don't clean your room you don't eat your vegetables you don't do what mom or dad says or whatever and that yeah that can get you a step closer to the naughty list but you need to have about oh 150 of those episodes before you're going to go on that list. Just be careful saying that because my youngest is like writing this down. Like, okay, I got 150 <laughs> shots <laughs> before I'm for sure on the yeah, naughty list. I'm only at 112. <laughs> That's I'm a good. rough approximate. That is a rough approximate. Uh, but yeah, because it's saying like if you make a mistake, yeah. everyone makes mistakes. Most definitely. And I feel like some kids sometimes especially like with my oldest, I see it. She gets anxious around Christmas because she wants to make sure that she's doing good things. And she made a mistake sure. the other day. And she even said to me, she was like, I don't want Santa. I don't want to be on the naughty list. Nah. And I think that my personal opinion, and I'm curious on your opinion on this, Santa is like, if you're asking yourself like, ah, oh, am I on the naughty list? Like, I hope I'm not on the naughty list. If you're questioning that, you're probably not on the naughty list. Right. Because you're self-aware. You're just trying yeah. to stay off it. So what you're saying is yes. like, if you are far down that road, really, like, you, you got to be committed to that yes. life. Yes, most definitely. Does it and change that- on election years? <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to answer that. I was curious because next year's coming up. I just figured like it might be easier for Santa because like the naughty list is just like crazy. You know, I don't know. And there's just one thing Santa don't talk about. I respect and it. And it's politics. <laughs> I respect that. Uh, well, speaking of uh, kind of speaking of politics, so stress, stress. So oh, around, yes. around the holidays, I mean, you're the guy. You're the one. You're the guy. Granted, you have a huge team. Uh, Mrs. Claus is your biggest asset, like you said. I get that. Three million elves. That's super helpful. But the stress of being on top, the stress of managing it all. Yeah. How do you deal with that stress? Or is it? Are you just used to it? Is it still work in progress? Like, how do you deal with it? Oh, it's it's it will always be a work in progress. I will guarantee you that. Um, because I mean. 
just when you think you've seen it all, you've talked about it all, you've done it all, you know, good or bad, um, something gets thrown at you and that. And the thing is, you know, you just have to take in, I have in my mindset that I'm doing the best I can. This is what I can do. I'm doing the best I can. You know, it might be good enough for most people. It may not be good enough for a lot of people, but you know, I'm here. I'm, I, I'm going to make you happy. And that this is what it's all about this season, this time of season. Um, and what helps me is, is when I go out and I see people that have the spirit and I call it the spirit of Santa Claus in them. That's what helps me a lot. When I see people out there giving and, you know, would rather give than take anything. That's, that's to me, that is Santa Claus. That's Santa Claus right there. You know, that's what Santa Claus is. That's who Santa Claus is. You know, uh, Santa Claus will give and give and give to his heart content. And, uh, you know, when I see another individual doing that or another organization doing that, whatever, um, it, it means a lot and that, and it helps a lot, uh, to know that I'm not the only one out there doing it. If I may, I would never, ever, ever draw any like parallels between myself and Santa Claus. That being said, the one thing that I will say is like ever since I started a nonprofit, works with veterans and there are a lot of situations that are very difficult to deal with. You find yourself dealing with that kind of stuff. Having the support and watching others do that, which you preach gives you the motivation to continue doing what you're doing. Exactly. Even when you're having an off day. Yeah. I love that. Most definitely. I'm glad that. And, and like I said, that's to me, you know, I'm Santa Claus. Okay. But you're Santa Claus. You're Santa Claus. You know, you You are in, in your own way. You are. It's a bucket list moment right there. I just want to take a really quick second and say that Santa Claus just said that you and me are both Santa Claus. That moment is frozen in time forever. Now, now, with that being said, I still got the best one. Yeah, that's That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. That's cool. That's okay. That's okay. Entry into being Santa Claus. Sorry, Brad, what's your next question, buddy? Yeah, so with all the stress of the holidays, how does Santa self-care? Like, how, what do you do for self-care, Santa? Mm. So, uh, well, that's, you know, that's a good question. So, uh, one thing, what Eric is doing now, I love to eat cookies and drink milk. I mean, it is it is the greatest thing in the world. Um, I like to bake. I like to cook. I help Mrs. Claus on the off season and that. Um, but, uh, um you know, after Christmas is done, um, I take a few days and um, I just sit back and I think about what happened through the Christmas season, um, what good things happen, what great things happen, and what rough things happen. You know, I, I just kind of absorb it all, I guess, uh, vegetate on it, whatever you want to say. Um, and 
you know, that right there, you know, and, and I just think to myself of, okay, I did this and this and this, this year, what can I do better next year? You know, and that you always want to do something better always. And that, at least for me, it is, you know, I, I did this this year, but you know what? I could do this this way next year and it's going to be way better. So that's, that's, you know, my self-care, I guess, is that, you know, I think I, I'm always thinking, well, I can do this much better. And that's Uh, saying a lot saying that like taking into consideration, you've been doing this for over a thousand years and you're still like practicing continuous improvement, which I like that because it lets you know that no matter how long you've been around, no matter what you've seen, no matter what you've done, you can always strive to just be a little better. That doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong. It just means that, you know, you need to be cognizant of what you're right. doing and and questioning yourself, evaluating yeah. yourself. Most I love definitely. that. That's very Most cool. And, that is awesome. and, you know, it, it's uh, like I said, it's what I do. Um, and it helps a lot. It really does. And that, um, you know, uh, I, Santa has several helpers. I mean, everybody knows this and that there's several of helpers that, that Santa has. Um, and you know, I'll even learn from them and that, uh, you know, they, they can give some great advice on different things, the way they do things and that, um, you know, because there's Santa's all over the world. I mean, Germany, uh, everywhere, Santa Claus is everywhere and that, and, and you can learn. And that's what we do is we just learn together and, you know, take it to the next step. <laughs> I love that. So that kind of plays into my question. Is there anything else that you do to stay jolly? Because you embody that, right? You embody uh, that despite all the stress, despite everything else that you're doing, you are such an over, not overwhelming, but just a, a positive force of nature of being yeah happy of being jolly what else do you do to stay jolly oh man that's that's a good question you know i i uh how am i going to answer this i got to figure out the way i'm going to say this and that um you know i have well always been the happy-go-lucky guy you know uh, i've always been the one that wants to make you laugh and you laugh and you know the jokester uh even when i was younger and that um um but you know man i don't know that's one of the hardest questions i've ever been asked i have yeah. to say and that nice. what what you know how do i keep myself so happy um you know i'll put it to you this way mm, maybe you have never seen that I've never been happy, that I've never been jolly. Right. There is times. And of that, course. Oh, 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 there is. And that, but I always feel that when I go out and I see somebody, whether it be an adult, whether it be a child, a lot of times when they see me and they smile and they laugh and they wave and they're like, oh my gosh, there's Santa Claus. That's what keeps me going. Oh man! A, yeah, goodness, that's that is what keeps me happy and jolly. Because you know, no matter where I go, that's what I see. No matter what time of year it is, that's what I see. Because of course, they recognize the beard. They recognize you know, even if I'm not in my red suit, but you know, I'll be wearing a red t-shirt or something in my hat on the off season, and there people are like Santa Claus, and I'm like, eh, 
yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. think about it. And that, but that. they laugh, they smile, and you know what? I just made that person's day. That person just had a moment of happiness, and that's what it's all about. I mean, okay, real quick. So behind this, last time I saw Santa last year, because you know we're like BFFs, no big deal. Yeah, uh, he even brought me. A challenge coin, which I'm going to put on, if you're watching this on YouTube, got a challenge coin from Santa Claus. I'm going to show that right there. And I have challenge coins from you know, generals, sergeant majors, all that other stuff. When I got a challenge coin from Santa Claus, I went over to Nick Smith, who was also there. And I was like, bro, look at this. And he goes, what? And he immediately ran over to Santa. <laughs> a grown man. And he was like, nah, man, I'm getting a Santa Claus challenge coin. And he said the same thing. He's like, man, I got challenge coins from like generals and stuff. This is the coolest challenge coin I will ever have because it's from Santa Claus. And again, Knowing that you have that power, not maybe power is not the right word, knowing that you have that effect yeah. on people to make them instantly happy yep, is amazing. It's like yeah. a superpower and, un, and it's an underestimated superpower of yours. Um, sorry, Brad. Yes. You have the next question. What do you I got? do have a question. So not every house has a chimney, Santa. In those cases, how do you, how do you do your thing? Mm. <laughs> well, it's funny you asked me that because i've been asked that several times and i happen to carry this magic key with me everywhere i go oh and that here it is and that i don't know if everybody can see that okay and this is my key that will unlock either the front door or the back door of your house to let me in and i'll leave the presents under the tree uh on christmas eve but you have to make sure you know that this key will only work on Christmas Eve. That is yeah, the only fair. time it has its magic. There's got to be checks and balances. And, and, and uh, you know, it's, uh, I carry it with me so I don't lose it, of course, uh, or the elves lose it, whichever. But, yeah, that's the reason I have the key, and that's how I get in. Um, and, you know, it's funny you ask that question also because uh, I was at a, a gathering <clears throat> excuse me and a young man came up to me by oh, seven eight years old and he asked the same question and i explained to him how i get in you know when they're asleep you're asleep at night santa gets in to leave the presents and he just looked at me and says huh okay and he walked away and about 20 minutes later he comes up to me and he says uh santa about that key and I'm like, oh, yes. He says, uh, <laughs> isn't that breaking and entering? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. All right, kid. <laughs> it's a it, good question. Smart it, kid. It, it is. It is. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it, you know? <laughs> I was like, I, he took me by surprise, and I, I uh, can you say that again? <laughs> and he told me, he says, that's breaking and entering. I says, well, but you have to understand. I said, I'm not breaking in your house for one. I have a key and it's letting me in. And he says, yeah, but we're asleep and we don't know you're coming in. I said, okay, but when you go to sleep that night, isn't it that you know Santa is coming Christmas Eve night? He's like, yeah, okay. I said, and on top of that, 
how else would I leave the presents under the tree for you if I wasn't able to get in? Now, once again, very smart young man. He says, well, <laughs> can't you ship them? Ship them? I said, well, I, you're right. I could. I could call FedEx, UPS, United States Postal Service, whichever. I could have them send them to you through that. But we all know how things get lost in the mail. I said, so how would you feel if you woke up Christmas morning, run downstairs, and they didn't get them delivered? I said, I will almost guarantee you, I will get the presents delivered for you to have Christmas morning. Yeah, I mean, you order something on Amazon right now, and like everything's on back order. Like, you got to imagine shipping's going to be impacted, much less if Santa had to take his operations and start mailing presents yeah like good lord good yeah. luck yeah. i'm gonna get my christmas present like march yeah. or something like that if i get yeah. it okay that so, makes sense so you know I, I told him and he actually looked at me and all i got was huh and he walked away <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i think i answered his question yeah. you know I, I really did but uh yeah um very very smart young man i mean really really and truly i i give him that but i'm like no 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 santa is not breaking in a house he's <laughs> not, not breaking it in no, no. okay <laughs> also cops show up and you're like hey what's up chuck remember when i gave you that that uh, little toy police officer uniform it's me it's like oh santa. All, right, all right all right all right it's fine it's fine it yep. happens they probably got to call like a code number for it they're like hey it's another you know santa claus who's in here it is not a b and e just keep moving you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so that makes sense yeah. now um you brought up this you brought up bernard your elf your, yeah. your lead elf before uh i learned about bernard because of the santa claus movie with oh, yeah. tim allen now there's a lot of renditions of you yeah. in movies mm -hmm. is there one that sticks out to you that you really like or your favorite one most maybe? definitely yeah which and one that and that would be um the santa claus from the original Miracle on 34th Street. Dude, that's like the one of the only Christmas movies I have not seen, but Dude, I will watch oh, it. Weren't we talking about we this were, the other night? We were, yep. Because I've seen It's a Wonderful Life, but you haven't. No. And you've okay. seen the original Miracle on 34th Street, yes. but I have not. No, so, it, it, he is the best. <sighs> I'm going to watch the it best. now. Yep. He is. And that, I mean, yeah, he really will make you a believer. You give yeah. credit to where credit's yes, due. I respect most that. Definitely. Uh, he's an awesome guy. Outside of that, favorite Christmas movie? <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's a good one. Great one. That's a good I one. I watched that yesterday. Uh, Glad now, to hear that. You, uh, I'm going to tell you this. If you ask Mrs. Claus her favorite, yeah. you're not going to believe this. Okay. Um, it's got Bruce Willis in it. <gasps> We were talking about this. We too. were also talking about this, bro. I told you, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, confirmed by Santa Claus himself, more or less. It, right? It, it came, yes. it's, that's Mrs. Claus' that's favorite movie. Mrs. Claus' favorite movie, and she calls it her Christmas movie. Yes. And that everything it's at a Christmas party. Everything's yes. Christmas themed. It is a Christmas movie, and it's yes. Mrs. Claus's favorite. You heard it here. That is a Christmas movie. Who else are you going to ask? Who else are you going to ask? That's yeah. <sighs> That's awesome. Uh, that is very cool. All right, Brad. What's your next one? What do you got? Yes. So over the years, you've given lots of gifts, Santa. What was your favorite gift that you have ever given, or do you have? Do you have one? Um, you know. I 
there's been so many, so many gifts. Um, but I did, um, here four or five years ago, um, I brought a soldier home to his family for Christmas. Really? And that was one of my most epic times and epic presents to bring home to him because they hadn't seen him for, uh, I'm trying to think it was eight to 10 years. I mean, he, between being deployed overseas and, being away, you know, at, at different, uh, stations and that through, throughout the country and stuff, it'd been that long and that, and, uh, I, uh, (laughs) it was the coolest thing. Um, I had one of my old Santa suits and, um, I dressed him up as my Santa's helper. Oh wow! That, uh, we we found a, a artificial beard and that, and put on him and that, so he could you know be just like an, a Santa's helper. And I went to the family's house, <clears throat> and uh, we came in, and uh, and I I know the family very well, um, and that, and I told him I says you know I said I brought one of my new helpers with me here. I said, and I, you know, want to bring him in and, and, you know, you tell me your thoughts of what he needs to do to improve himself and that. And so I brought him in and, uh, they had no clue, even him standing there. Uh, he disguised his voice a little bit, you know, and uh grandma and grandpa was sitting there uh aunts and uncles you know brothers and sisters uh yeah one brother and sister (laughs) and um i said well i said you know would you guys like to really meet who he is and that and they said yeah you know and they were they were just sitting there and they had no clue whatsoever and he took that beard and wig off and the whole place erupted it was it was the best thing i've ever seen in my life and it, it really was uh it, it meant a lot to me that they would ask me to do it and i was like uh yeah by all means you know we're we're we'll make this work and i mean we went through him and I had talked, messaged back and forth, you know, how you want to do this, Santa? How do you want to bring me in? All this stuff. And, uh, I mean, I was going to get a big sack and I was practicing. I was going to try carrying him in. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it, and then just, you know, drop the sack open and Fit Santa. all this. And all of a sudden I'm like, well, so we both don't get hurt trying to go through the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do it like this? And he was like, yeah, I'm, uh, that'd be perfect, Santa. And I said, then that's what we're going to do. And, uh, that's what we did. And it was, it was, I'm going to say the best present I've ever given anybody was to see the happiness on their face and the joy on their face when he took that beard off. That's Uh, very cool. It it was, it was awesome. Yeah, It, It was, like I said, uh, the best present I've ever given. Uh, and that was, you know, to just to see everybody so happy and so joyful. Um, at that point. And I feel like that's at the, that has to be at the essence of like receiving a gift. It's all about, it's about somebody giving you something because of love and yes. they want you to feel that love. Yep. And then you open that gift and you see it and, and you, you appreciate it 
so much to such a profound level that it, it fills you full of joy because somebody went out of their way to make this yeah. happen to you to get this thing for you to bring this person there yeah. for you yeah. and like what better of an example than to bring a soldier back to their family yeah that's it was it was thing. it was awesome and that uh um like i said i was when he reached out to me i was like ecstatic i right. thought it was i yeah. thought it was great you know yeah. i'm like yeah i said most definitely buddy i said you know uh i mean i talked about i was i said you want me to put a red bow on your head you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> i was gonna do whatever i could <laughs> and that and and uh then when i came up i says you know i've got an extra suit i said you know i have thousands and thousands of helpers i said why don't you just be one of my helpers you can walk in with me and it it was per i mean they had not a clue it it was it was yeah because i thought okay maybe they'll figure it out but there again they hadn't seen him for so long you know his build had changed and everything like that so yeah it was awesome and that i loved every minute of it uh so that's my favorite um then the second favorite would have to be i did bring and it doesn't happen often because it's very very hard to do is that i brought a puppy in my sack to a house to a family that really really wanted a puppy oh, yeah. but it's but you know like i tell the children it is extremely hard for santa to bring live animals yeah logistically yeah you got to imagine especially depending on how many kids are asking for live animals and then all yeah. the different types of live animals you could ask like essentially got noah's ark in that sack yeah, yeah. you know what i mean then you gotta feed them yeah you gotta deal with the waste yep yes. that's a lot yeah no 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 robotic dogs though <laughs> we'll go for that that hey. would be so bad well okay so i have it might be a tougher question for you santa now yeah. i i understand that that's the those are the best gifts that you've ever given. Those are amazing sure. gifts. What is the hardest thing a kid has ever asked you for? Um, well, I have, uh, I, there again, I've dealt with several children throughout the world. Um, and I've dealt with, uh, children that are sick and uh children that are deathly sick uh to that mean old monster that i call it the cancer um and i've been asked to get rid of their cancer um i've been asked to not let them die and you know that's that's the hardest thing you've ever been asked for because there's just some things Santa can't do. And uh, one of them is, you know, take the place of a doctor, you know, uh, of medicine. Uh, and, and, and it's very hard uh, when you look in that child's face and you know, and they know that, you know, they have a bad thing happening to them and that. And, um, you know, I just tell them that, um, you know, they need to have faith in God. God knows what he's doing, you know, even though we may not think so at that time, you know, and we'll ask, everybody will ask why, 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 heck, Santa asked why, 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 and that, but uh, there's a reason, and that, but I tell him to have faith in God, uh, pray to God, and I pray with them, and I pray for them, 
and I will pray for them as long as I have to. And, you know, miracles have happened. Um, but that's, that's the hardest gift that, or I had a little girl that asked me one time to, uh, bring her friend back. And I thought, you know, her friend moved away or something, you know, I mean, this is a little girl that was like eight, nine years old and that, and she sat on my lap and she was just very sad, very sad. And, you know, I was talking to her and, you know, I asked her, I said, well, what would you like for Christmas? And she says, well, Santa, I, I really want my friend to come back. And I'm like, well, you know, has your friend moved away or what? And she says, no, uh, Santa, he died. And I'm like, well, you know, once again, I says, there is something Santa can't do and bring somebody back to life is one of them. And I can't, she says, but I really, really miss him. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she looks up at me and she's got these big old crocodile tears running down her face. And, you know, she just about had crocodile tears running down Santa's face because it was very sad. Right. And that, and, and I told her, I says, well, here's what I'm going to tell you. What you will know is that your friend will never leave you. Your friend will be with you. I says, maybe not, you know, sit right next to you. I says that you know of, I said, but you'll get signs from them, you know, and that I says, you'll hear a song and it'll make you think of them. I said, you'll see a snowflake. You'll see, uh, uh, you know, whatever. And it'll be like, wow, you know, that, that reminds me of my friend. And, um, I said, and that's the best thing you can do. I says, but I'll bet if you pray, I says, and you even talk to him in your prayers. I said, somehow, some way, I said, your friend's going to answer you. And that, and, and I truly believe that and that I really do. Um, and that, so, you know, like I say, those are the tough ones, um, you know, to have a child that, like I said, is dying of a leukemia or of a cancer and uh, they are sitting there and you can just tell that they've been run through the ringer because of this um and they ask you to help them live another day it's tough uh well and we talked about when you first came in here like i think it was before we started recording but we might have started recording like what people think being Santa is. And a lot of it, I'm sure, is pretty on the money. Like, super jolly, out there, slinging presents, like, doing good stuff. But, like, yeah, like you said, you have the times where you get stressed out. You got the things that you have to deal with. You have to hear stuff like that. Like, what? Like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine the, the weight of having to hear those types of things uh, year in, year out, and continue to do what you do. But, excuse me, if I may say... I think I have to correct you on something that you said, because you said that, uh, that there's nothing you can do. And other than what you had mentioned about praying with them and, and things like that, which I respect and agree with. Uh, but the other thing that you do is, you know, you give science kits to these kids. You give, uh, doctors, you gave my daughter, my oldest, a doctor's kit, you know, a couple of years ago, you, you do these things that encourage them to look into being a doctor, being sure. a scientist, yeah. being something that solves that problem, that cures that problem. Like you never know, 
You know what right. I mean? You probably gave Tesla one of his first things or Einstein or any of those guys. Like you put the tool in their hand and they took that and they used it to make a difference. So I think, I think you might be doing more than you know. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Never but, thought of it that way, but you're right. Yeah. That's uh, why I should be the lead elf. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm here for. So Thank you. Eric, would you like to be the lead elf? <gasps> <laughs> Bye, Bernard. <laughs> I, no, I'm kidding. I would co-do it with Bernard. It would be fine. He could be the day shift, and I would be the night shift. <laughs> Which would be fine. I'll deal with those 200 lazy elves and like the warehouse elves, because I know how warehouse elves probably are. Like four mugs of hot chocolate into it. You know what I mean? Not paying attention. Just like I don't know. Uh, sorry. Before I know you got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, one more question yeah this is this is gonna be one that breaks the podcast i think yeah santa yeah what is your favorite cookie Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. well you know first off i'll put it this way i have never had a bad cookie okay ever and that but if i have to go with my favorite It's chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Absolutely. I get, I get that. I was thinking about that. Yeah. But but now, Mrs. Claus has tried something a little different, which is really good. It's a peanut butter cookie with chocolate chips in it. Yeah, I mean, peanut butter and chocolate, that's perfect. That's a good pairing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a Reese's good pairing. Peanut butter yeah. cups? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I like yeah. uh, white chocolate macadamia nut. Oh, I oh, found yeah. my way into yeah. those. Those are good. Yeah. Big fan. Those are good. Yeah. I like the raspberry cheesecake. Oh, yeah. That's fancy. Those are really That's good. fancy, though, because, yeah. and I say that don't get very many fancy cookies. <laughs> yeah. It's usually the plain Jane ones, but if I do, oh, yeah. The raspberry. You heard it here first. Yeah. Make sure you are making those fancy cookies for santa Claus, yes. best as you can yes well listen santa i know you got to get out of here yes, i yes, know you yes. got a lot of things to do prepping for the big day i can't tell you how much it means for you to be on here and to really wow. kind of share some stuff to talk about the good and the bad my I, friend that's uh, awesome i loved it and that i thank you so much for asking me guys i really do uh and that uh i didn't think I was going to make it with my busy schedule, but by gosh, we made it work. And I am extremely happy that we did. Um, you know, you had some of the most awesome questions. Uh, you know, thanks so much for asking them. Um, you know, it was great. Uh, I appreciate being here. Um, you know, and I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I do you listen to some pod? You started getting into some podcasts. You, uh, yeah, you said yeah. you you listen to our podcast. Uh, yeah, you listen to a couple yeah, episodes. I did. Yeah, I did. Yep, Brad, yep, yep. Brad, we made it. We made. We it, made dude. it. I don't care if uh, no one else listens. Nope. We heard Santa it listens. right here. Santa listens to our podcast. He said that when he sat down. Yep. I was like, what? Yep. Like, and and just so you know, the podcast thing is something new to Santa. Yeah, to to listen to. So yep. yeah, you are like the top of my list of the one that i watch yeah got a lot out of this episode i'll lead elf <laughs> santa listens to our podcast and die hearts of christmas movie. and die yeah. and it's christmas. mrs claus yes. favorite movie yes. all right well santa claus i gotta tell you merry christmas my yes. friend merry christmas guys <laughs> take care of yourself and say i'll see you on christmas eve <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas from the fine family, the fat family. If you're listening to this, we sincerely hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will talk to you soon.